Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about migration. Migration happens within the country for a variety of reasons. People have been slowly leaving the Rust Belt in favor of the Sun Belt. That trend's been alive and well for a couple of decades now. Today, we're going to take a deep look at Florida and what migration can tell us about real estate demand in the state of Florida. There are a lot of New York accents in the state of Florida, and former New Yorkers make up 7.5% of Florida residents, more than any other state. Florida has a very low proportion of native-born residents. They only make up 35% of the population. About 22.3% of Florida residents were born outside the U.S., and this makes sense. Florida has long been favored as a destination coming from Latin America. Spanish is widely spoken, and I've had more than one Uber driver who spoke only Spanish and no English. Over the past decade, over the past decade, Florida has an average and net influx of population of 297,000 people a year. That's pretty substantial. In 2016, was a banner year for migration with nearly 2% of the population growing in the single year. In that year, 408,000 people moved into the state. It's projected that migration is going to average around 305,000 people a year over the next five years, a little bit above the average of the past decade. That amounts to 835 people a day moving into the state. And that translates into significant demand for new housing. We're talking about adding a city equivalent the size of Orlando each year. That's a big number. In contrast, New York State lost 123,000 people last year. Illinois experienced a loss of 79,000. And the fastest losing state is California, who lost nearly 200,000 to migration last year. Even Michigan lost 18,000 in the same time period. So why are people moving to Florida? Where are they going? The top growth market in Florida over the past decade has been in the southwest cities of Fort Myers and Cape Coral. Jacksonville, Miami, and Port St. Lucie round out the top five cities in terms of growth. The two largest home builders in Florida are Lennar and D.R. Horton, large national home builders. They consistently lead with the largest number of new building permits across all five of the major regions in the state. In the realm of multifamily, South Florida led the way with 12,000 new units of supply added in the market in the past year. The largest growth markets were Fort Lauderdale, with 2,634 units of new capacity added to the market, and downtown Miami and South Beach, with 2,000 units, and South Miami Coral Gables, with 1,700 units. The greater Miami area picked up the lion's share of the new growth. But as always, real estate's hyper-local. Northeast Miami earned a reputation of being a bit of a rough area. So Northeast Miami experienced net absorption loss of 683 units and at the same time that South Miami absorbed 762 units. Some investors, particularly out-of-state investors, tend to get into trouble simply by looking at macro-migration numbers. You really need to know the local market because, as always, real estate is hyper-local. So people are moving to Florida for the weather, the highly accessible coastline and beaches, for the zero-state income tax, and for the lower cost of living compared with major cities in the Northeast like New York. There's a strong labor force and day-to-day services can be hired at very affordable rates. When you zero in on local areas, I've noticed that one major factor influencing local population growth is the quality of air service. The farther you get from a major airport in Florida, the lower the property values and the lower the percentage of population growth. Now, while 2020 has been devastating for the aviation industry, this trend is still holding true. Property values are strongly correlated to distance from a major airport. 
Once you get more than an hour from a major airport, prices drop significantly. You can see this along the Gulf Coast of Florida. You have two major airports on the Gulf Coast. You have Tampa and Fort Myers. Property values are at their lowest in Englewood, which is about the midway point between the two airports. There are still waterfront properties in Englewood and even in Venice that can be purchased at surprisingly affordable prices. But with 800 people a day moving into the state, low cost of borrowing, low cost of living compared with the major northeast cities, there's continual upward pressure on prices. This is a developer's all-you-can-eat buffet of opportunity, at least for the time being. The key, as always, is to buy the raw land at affordable prices. Let's be clear, not everyone who moves to Florida stays there. About 70% of the residents believe that Florida is becoming overcrowded. Many who move there for the climate opt for a more relaxed lifestyle in Georgia after a few years in Florida. Savannah, Georgia, and Atlanta both have been large beneficiaries of the migration from Florida. As you're looking for local submarkets to invest in, as always, pay close attention to the supply-demand balance, but Florida might be worth a close second look. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>